Welcome to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. I am your host, elemental yoga teacher, Samantha Dinage. Join me as we explore holistic approaches to find more balance in today's hectic world. I invite you to follow me on Facebook and Instagram with the username at the Beautifully Balanced Podcast. Thanks for joining me for today's episode, Exploring Yin Yoga. So in this episode, we will look at what is yin and yang, what exactly yin yoga is, and how it impacts us on a physical, mental, and energetic level. So yin and yang, you might have seen that black and white sign used in various different contexts. I remember I had a pair of yin and yang earrings when I was a child that I absolutely loved and wore them so, so often, but I didn't really understand the meaning behind the symbol. So yin and yang, in today's world, we live in a typically yang society. This is where we're primarily focused on yang attributes, such as being energetic, rushing, the heat, the passion, the sun, and being active. It's all about doing. In contrast with yin, we're thinking about slowing down, the cold, the moon, and rather than being active, it's about being more passive. So yin is about being rather than doing. There is both a yin and a yang aspect to our existence and by focusing some dedicated time and space to the yin side of our nature, then it can help us to feel more whole. So what is yin yoga? Yin yoga is quite a contrast to a yang style yoga practice. So various yang style yoga names would be Ashtanga yoga, vinyasa flow, dynamic flow, other kinds of yoga flows as well. So in contrast, where the yang classes are all about stretching and releasing muscles. So when we activate and contract one muscle, say in the top of our thigh, then at the same time, we are stretching the opposite muscle on the underside of the leg. Whereas in yin yoga, we are focusing more on the joints and the deeper connective tissues rather than activating and stretching the muscles. So yin yoga is more passive. It's about letting go rather than building strength. In our yang style classes, typically there's more set alignment, set positions. Some of that's due to to safety reasons um, for each pose. Whereas in yin yoga and the approach that I take with my classes is a more functional approach. So this means that we can focus on finding where to feel the pose So the pose might look different for each person within the class because they're getting into a position where they can feel some small stretch 
because we don't want to go 100% into something because we have to remember in yin yoga that we're going to hold the poses for a short while, typically three, two to five minutes. So in my classes, I always give about a minute after showing some various options for the class participants to find their own version of the pose, focusing on the target area where they want to feel like there's some sensation there. So this could be, for example, in the back of the legs, the side of the body, through the top of the arms or into the shoulders. So by being given time to hold each pose, as I said, typically three to five minutes, then you can start to notice the different sensations in the body and the patterns in the mind. So yin yoga is sometimes said to be a bridge between yoga and meditation because there is often this pause, the quiet, the stillness, which can be quite a contrast to our yang yang style lifestyles, but is so, so important to allow ourselves that time and that space. So if you're thinking, wow, holding a pose for five minutes, that sounds like quite a long time. Depending what class you go to, I always suggest using cushions or blocks as a little bit of support. And I've done this based on my own personal experience, because for me, I know if I don't feel supported in the pose, then I am less likely to to relax and to settle and to melt and just be there in the moment. So I always offer options um, with cushions to support in different areas so that it is more comfortable to to pause and find, find that stillness and that yin experience. I do just want to comment that yin yoga is different to restorative yoga that uses a lot more bolsters and cushions to really take that restorative time. So let's have a look at yin yoga on a physical level. So I mentioned that it's less concerned with engaging the muscles and we're more interested in the connective tissues and the joints, the ligaments, although of course the muscles Um, do get utilized as well. So it might sound a little strange that often the term is used, used, which is stress. So we talk about stressing the tissues in yin yoga, stressing the ligaments, the fascia. And this can be done by gently compressing, stretching and twisting these different tissues, which can have wonderful benefits on the body. If we imagine an old sponge that was all shriveled up and a bit dirty, by soaking it in some warm water and beginning to twist and stretch it, then the sponge all of a sudden comes back to life and the old dirt particles wash away. So it can also help to rejuvenate the tissues within the body by adding this compression, stretching, twisting, which we often refer to as stress. 
So fascia, this is a popular word around yin yoga. And fascia is basically a layer of connective tissues that run throughout the whole body like a spider-like network. It creates a mesh that actually holds together our bones, our muscles, our organs. It's absolutely vital for us to, to function effectively. And when this fascia gets a bit stiff, as you can now perhaps imagine, it creates a restriction to our movement. And it's now understood that fascia is used to communicate inside the body as well. So it's really detrimental to our overall health. So yin yoga is a great way to look after um, the fascia and help support it and give it some attention. In terms of our bones, because in yin yoga, we're holding the poses passively without much engagement of the muscles, then this really gives the joints an opportunity to open out. The joints get placed under some tension and this helps to develop strong bones and supple joints and avoids degeneration. Because the range of movement can become larger through the joints and therefore flexibility can be increased, yin yoga can be particularly helpful for people that want to improve their joint mobility, their flexibility. It can be quite popular with athletes who need this extra deeper stretch within the body when they work so much time in a yang fashion you know engaging the muscles being active this can be the ideal balance if you're somebody who already has lots of flexibility then you might come to your yin practice with a different intention and that can really be about slowing down the mind and cultivating a more meditative practice. So let's have a look then at the mental effects that yin yoga could have. So yin yoga can be a deeply nourishing experience and it's ideal for people who are stressed, who need to slow and calm down and help people to practice quieting, quietening down a busy mind. Each pose, when it's held for a few minutes, allows some time, some space, some silence to begin to start to pay attention to subtle sensations in the body during this relaxed state and also to be aware of the different patterns within the mind. As we begin to draw our attention inwards, an internal deeper side of yoga starts to be revealed. On a mental and an emotional level, yin yoga really helps us to observe. When we practice noticing the subtle sensations in the body and mind, it's the perfect chance to do this without forming any judgments on ourselves. How often do we spend our time day to day judging, 
pondering, analyzing everything. Whereas actually with yin yoga, it's a chance to move through different poses that will all bring their different challenges and just to simply notice what arises and what comes up and just start to bring in that greater awareness to how our mind individually works. And it's a chance to practice being kind to ourselves. Like I've said, we're not forming any judgments about what we're thinking or what we're feeling. It's simply being there in the moment. Yin yoga is a great tool for stress. As I mentioned, it's great for people that are feeling stressed out. And when we're stressed, we're functioning in the fight or flight, the stress response, also known as activating the sympathetic nervous system. And this is where the heart is racing, the pupils are dilated, and the adrenaline is pumping. This is a yang mode. It helped us to fight off tigers many years ago and other threats. So it helps to keep us alive. While some level of stress helps to keep us safe and strong, in today's world, we often experience excessive activation of the stress response. And I did three episodes all about stress, episodes two, three, and five. So you're very welcome to go and check those out. Whereas the yin mode, the opposite to this, is the rest and digest response, or often known as the relaxation response, where the parasympathetic nervous system is activated. In this mode, our heart rate lowers and our digestion functions effectively by practicing slowing the breath and becoming more mindful and aware of our thoughts during yin yoga this can have a profound impact on the parasympathetic nervous system, giving us that time to really rest, rejuvenate and find some balance in today's crazy busy world. On a more energetic level, yin yoga is often associated with the meridian lines of traditional Chinese medicine. It is believed that the energy known as qi can get blocked at certain points along these meridian lines. So they're like energy pathways and blockages can link to ailments and disease. So along these energy lines, there are a range of acupressure points that can be activated with pressure, either from acupressure balls or also during compression of the meridian lines during the yin yoga practice. These acupressure points overlap with the points to use in acupuncture. By helping the key to flow, this can bring greater balance, awakening and well-being for the individual. Through activating the different meridian lines, various organs can be nourished, helping to support their function. For example, meridian lines include the liver meridian line, the kidney meridian, the stomach meridian and the heart meridians. Have you ever heard of the phrase issues in our tissues? 
In some traditions, it's believed that like the heart contains love and exuberance, which I think most of us can relate to in the Western world, that the heart contains love. In traditional Chinese medicine, they say that the liver contains kindness and also anger, and the kidneys can store deep wisdom or fear. So in traditional Chinese medicine, they believe that the body and the mind are the same. They're two sides of the same coin. And we can see that here where the organs are linked to different emotions. And sometimes it's believed that these emotions are stored within various parts of the body and by actually opening out these areas of the body, the energy channels, then that can have an impact on how we feel in our emotions and our mental state. So it's absolutely vital that we consider the mind and the body as being one. And this is evidenced so much more and more in current times in the Western science as well. So this comes back really to the to the fundamental notions of yoga. Yoga means to be whole, to be in union and to connect both the body and the mind. When it comes to yoga, we need to find balance. If we only did yin yoga, then perhaps we would find it hard to feel energetic and get going and bring a bit of heat and fire to the situation when it's needed to get something done. But certainly we can apply yin to help settlers and calmers down. So I would suggest doing yin yoga on a regular basis to help just tone down the yang aspect of our beings along with continuing with a yang style yoga practice as well. And I think it's important to recognize that actually for a lot of people, even the yang style yoga practices are almost yin when looking at a sliding scale of lifestyle. You know, it might be that their work is very busy, it's full on, it's fast paced. So actually slowing down, even in a yang style yoga class, can be yin in comparison to the hectic work day. Once we get used to slowing down, for example, in my yoga flow, then we might be able to then slow down a little bit more in the wind down yoga and then slow down on a whole nother level with the yin yoga practice. So I know for me, when I first tried yin, it was back in 2017. I can remember it. It was on a thin mat. I think I had one prop and the floor was concrete. And I found it quite difficult. I'm not going to lie. I tried it and I thought this was quite uncomfortable. I couldn't really get settled. The class felt like it went on for quite some time. And then I tried it again and again 
because I was drawn to it and I wanted to experience it and give it another chance. And so gradually I learned to find my version in poses that worked for me. You know, it's like starting anything. You're not necessarily going to find the optimum cycling position on your bike or the optimum driving position the first time that you get in a car. Yeah, it depends A, how you feel on that day. You might have some tight muscles, for example. And, you know, you will get there with experience to be able to adjust and make yourself comfortable. Again, that's something that you can do during yin yoga as you continue and develop your practice. Yin yoga, we often talk about finding the the edge. Um, and I'd say we don't want to find the edge. We want to pause just before the edge. It's about finding that space where we can feel we've got some sensation in the pose, but without that being too much and too overstimulating and distracting for for the mind because as we hold the pose it may start to feel a little bit more intense so it's learning to manage the the different aspects of it it can be quite different to a typical yoga class and it's a wonderful experience to come become more in tune with your own body with your own mind and your own tendencies so yeah, things have changed since that first class back in 2017 because I absolutely love yin yoga now. It is just great for my busy mind to really, really just slow down, find my pose and just be there with nothing to, th- nothing to do, nowhere to be, just taking that time out to really enjoy and settle Um, I find that much easier to do now the more I experience this practice. So if you're somebody who likes a challenge, don't think that yin yoga isn't for you and that it's simply just holding a pose and that's it and there's not really anything going on. There is definitely much more of a deeper aspect, an internal aspect to this practice. So whatever your reasons might be for doing yin yoga at the moment or wanting to give it a try, I've mentioned things like increasing the range of flexibility, your range of movement, your bone, your joint health, being able to practice, observing your thoughts without judgments, helping to develop a bit of a meditative style practice, also great for reducing stress. So if any of those, they're not by means the only benefits, but if any of those do appeal to you, then I invite you to join me for Yin Yoga, which is currently online. We do this on the third Wednesday of the month and it's 7 till 8.15 p.m. UK time. The class will also be in my on-demand video library. So you're very welcome to do it at some other time to suit you from there. So yeah, yin yoga, absolutely fantastic practice. Um, I hope you enjoy it, whether that's with me or with somebody else. Um, Yeah, just beautiful. So, 
So I hope this episode has been informative for you. I hope it's perhaps um, built up your knowledge, perhaps looked at things in a different way if you already knew about yin yoga. And if it's something that you're not aware of, then um, hopefully it's been a good introduction and made you consider trying the class. So wishing you all the best on your yin journey. And I'll be back in two weeks time with the next episode. Because I know life is busy and finding some much needed me time can be difficult. I'm on a mission to help people like you to de-stress, release tension, enjoy movement and find more relaxation. I invite you to join me with my online yoga and Zumba classes, either live on Zoom or in the BB On Demand video library. Hop over to the classes link in the show notes for more details. Thank you so much for listening and please press subscribe to help boost the Beautifully Balanced podcast. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Beautifully Balanced podcast.